You are listening to the HCL Digital Workplace Podcast, the place where industry experts, analysts, and veterans help us identify, understand, and prepare for the upcoming digital workplace technologies and trends. If you haven't subscribed to the channel already, do it now for regular updates. This episode starts in three, two, one. Hi, my name is Oliver Hussick, Principal Consultant at WXC for HCL. Thanks for joining us again in our Compassionate Change Management series, sharing our knowledge on what to do when the nature of change changes. In our third episode, we're going to talk about incident management, how to remain calm and convey calmness to others in your organisation, how to communicate with clarity and the importance of acknowledging the new normal is hard for everyone. This brings me to Kirsty, who in the middle of the pandemic was very much boots on the ground, getting her hands dirty with a major client, supporting their communications and directing them to manage change compassionately. What recommendations would you be making, Kirsty, to any of our listeners as a sort of sneak preview to our WX booster packs? As a time-served incident manager in major data centres, you've presumably seen your fair share of outages, accidents and unexpected occurrences. What, what are your top tips? Thank you for that, Oliver. So you're right, I've been part of managing a number of large-scale incidents over the years, um, affecting data centres and network, the UK, EU and uh, globally. The difference that we're facing here is that usually when something goes wrong on a technical level, 9% of people in the company can uh, sit back and let the techie people sort it out. They might have to work around the problem, they might have to find another way to get their work done, but they're very rarely involved in the root cause analysis, the problem solving. They can leave that to someone else, which is how it should be. The problem that we have now is that this is a global pandemic affecting everybody. So for the first time, certainly in my career, we have a situation where every single person who is a line manager or has responsibility for other people, they've been thrown into the deep end and they're having to change their management style basically overnight without any training, any preparation. And it's it's very, very difficult. So what I'm seeing a lot of is that people are defaulting to their standard management style, which is very normal and very natural. But actually, my argument is that we need to step away from our day-to-day management style and start thinking more like an instant manager would. So For example, a lot of uh, managers at the moment are very into um, getting their team talking, share your experiences, uh, talk about the coronavirus pretty much 24-7 because that's on. That's all anyone can think about. In a instant war room, you don't actually sit around and talk about how terrible the situation is for hours at a time. You're focused on the resolution. I think it's actually quite dangerous for people to sit around and share Um, things they've read on Facebook, messages that are not aligned with uh, healthcare professionals. And for the first time, we have a lot of managers who are having to really control the message within their team, shutting down conversations about uh, essential oils that uh, will not do anything to protect you against the virus. That can seem quite unnatural to someone who's used to working in a quite permissive, open and transparent team. So this is just one of 
the examples of ways that I think managers need to shift their thinking away from uh, being a lovely, supportive, good manager into being an incident manager and making difficult decisions. I'm interested. Uh, I'm just checking that this isn't feedback for the management style within our, within our no. consulting practice. Uh, I'm blessed with an incredibly uh, astute and mature and wise team. We're not discussing homeopathic treatments for mm. COVID-19, thankfully, but we do find ourselves discussing on a daily basis the impact of people. Do you think there's a a burning desire for people to not obsess, but mither in, in the pandemic itself and use that as an excuse to move away from it? Or do you think people would prefer to be supported by their leaders and, and guided back towards productivity and the distraction that it brings? Mm. Well, I think one thing that we all need to remember is that your team is still the same people that they were before this happened. So if if you know your team, if if you know that they are people who would welcome and kind of need emotional support from you that hasn't changed however if you're managing a team of people who are all very self-reliant and actually are uncomfortable with those overly supportive conversations they have not had new personalities overnight so while I think it's important for managers to uh, create a space for their team to talk about what they're worried about what their realities are you know how how is it for you right now today it's also important that the manager is the person who can bring it back into the workplace and not let it spiral into apocalyptic fantasies so um it's good to know that you'll have that your team are having a bad day because the wi-fi isn't very good and they've got kids in the house and they're just genuinely really worried but you can't allow that to escalate and escalate um it's the I think it's the hardest part of being a manager is you have to listen to these fairly emotional stories at the moment and you have to hold them for your team member. You take that burden away from them and then you gently direct them back into what they can do now. I think that's great advice. I must admit, one of the things I'm focusing on is not turning everything into an incident. So whilst we're all being required to be incident managers, my son, who is being homeschooled here for the duration of this week, walked into a conference call this morning and almost just started participating, uh, sent a little Mm. way to uh, the colleagues that he knows from the call, completely oblivious to the fact that senior leaders in far-flung countries were on the call. And, And the important thing is to remain normal. My personality hasn't changed overnight. I'm still a dad. Are still important. It's no point in managing a child in the room like an incident. You talked about the practicalities, the things that we can do here and now. Um, what would your top tips be then for, for guiding people through the easy to remember management methods required when you've suddenly become an incident manager? Well, there's, um, there's actually a short article that I wrote and a handy infographic. Uh, we're all very busy at the moment and who's got time to read an article when they can look at the pictures. So uh, that's available at hcltech.com and on my own LinkedIn feed. But yeah, I think it's important to remember that we are all currently operating in a state of stress. We have a lot more adrenaline in our bloodstream than we normally do and I've noticed when I'm interacting with people that it's very easy to go from 0 to 60 very quickly it's because we are all dealing with a stressful situation so something small on top of that can feel like the end of the world it is a difficult challenge for managers to recognize that not just in themselves but also within their team and be able to de-escalate conversations and conflict before they go any further by reminding people that 
guys, we're all incredibly stressed right now. Uh, we're all on high alert constantly. This this disagreement that you're having is not really about access privileges. Uh, but without shaming or embarrassing your team who are who are having a normal human reaction to an unprecedented level of ongoing stress. Absolutely. Um, it's OK to not be OK. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's an important thing to remember. Uh, you and I were chatting uh, just before we started recording for the podcast about when you're trying to be inclusive, you've got to appreciate that this crisis is affecting people in many different ways. I don't mind admitting to the fact that I've recently moved 150 miles across the country. I've moved away from my social circle to quite a quiet rural village that operates in, in an insular fashion. It's only an hour from London, but it's a different life to my life in the city. And so quite a lot of my life is indoors. There are other people on our team who are regularly working from coffee shops. There are other members of the team that are at exercise classes throughout the course of every day to get that kind of engagement. And those people have been impacted more. So I think to your point about de-escalating and understanding how people are likely to react to things very differently is very prescient. Mm. I, think it, I think it's an important point about how how we're actually going to measure the impact of this on our workplaces, on our own personal lives, and we'll be measuring it from for years to come. But it reminds me of uh, when we were managing network incidents. No matter how well you measure the uptime or the availability of any service, clients would phone up and insist that they were down for six hours when you know it was 30 minutes and they weren't lying um but to them the impact was much more than the 30 minutes sla fail that um we were communicating about and it probably felt like six hours to them um you really can't measure the impact that this is having on us in terms of kind of availability or uptime like we would a service. Well, perception, so think, is, perception is reality, right? Exactly. And, and so the knock-on effect. Kirsty, I think your first-hand insights are extremely useful here. Uh, I really want to thank you for helping us understand the challenges of change in a time of turmoil. That concludes our third episode and hopefully leaves you better equipped to understand where to start, where to go for help and how WXC are geared up for compassionate change management, no matter the circumstances. I think that's probably enough from us right now, but we're still on hand for questions and inquiries via email at wxc at hcl.com, where we can happily guide you to the right resources, be they technology based or people based, and help you make sure your response to COVID-19 is compassionate, communicative, and most importantly, user centric. Mm -hmm. Thanks very much for listening. Kirsty, thanks for joining me. Uh, and to those of you listening, presumably at home, be sure to look out for future content from WXC and HCL Consulting Practice. This episode of the HCL Digital Workplace Podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more insights on how to identify, understand, and prepare for a world of possibilities around the new and upcoming digital workplace technologies and trends. Don't forget to rate and review this episode so that we can keep bringing you the most relevant content. Thank you for listening.